Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time? Even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony. Living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, everyone. Today, our topic is going to be metaphysical swear words. And for me, this was a big shift. I crazy love swearing. Um, but these words actually caused harm and suffering. So let me start by introducing myself. My name is Tracy Trimble, and I'm a doctor of energy medicine. As a energetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and an energy worker, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field, most specifically the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual as a whole. My passion is teaching energy medicine in the forms of Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha yoga. And my gift is that I see through the layers of the energy that surrounds your physical body. And I have what I like to call superpower, its ability to connect with your permission, of course, directly to the voice of your soul energy. I hear what your soul is trying to tell you. And then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy. It's my job to then guide and teach you how to bring soul and ego back into harmony. And I think one of the disconnections of soul and ego or something that helps keep the divide wide is our social interpretation of language. And that's what I want to talk about today. Metaphysical words, the language versus the definition. Metaphysical swear words are represented most specifically in what I'm going to cover today is selfish, manipulation, and your own business. Now, selfishness, manipulation, and minding your own business may not sound too bad, but they are swear words. They are socially shunned because they actually gift us our independence, our autonomy, and our free will. And it's time to take that back by actually understanding language definition, the energetic definition, and not the social definition of selfish, manipulative, and minding your own business. I want to start by going through what I think is a reality. I was about to call it a truth, but it's not fair. It may not be true for everyone, but it is a reality for most. And that is we have spent our entire lives being told who we have to, should, or must be. And even more detrimentally, we've been told who we should not be, do, or have. What we should not experience, what skills we shouldn't develop. And this is most especially true 
for women. There seems to be a little more slack for men uh, than there is for women, especially in these three particular areas of discussion. So let's talk about what manipulation, selfishness, and minding your own business means. Well, first of all, it's from where you are interpreting them that is important. Most of us are interpreting them from social from a space where we are acknowledging what our effects on others are, but have absolutely no understanding or awareness of the effects on our own self. This comes to um, the disease having to please others at our own expense. We think that we're not allowed to be selfish, that it's wrong to manipulate, and that we have some sort of right to mind other people's business because if we tell them how to be better, they're going to be better. And the fact is, that's all bullshit. We're coming from a place of fear when we shun and put aside the capacity to be selfish, to care for ourselves fully and completely. We're coming from fear if we can't manipulate and create scenes, situations, and scenarios from a place of love, but in exactly the way in which they need to line up for our highest good. And most importantly, we are definitely coming from a place of fear when we think it's more important to stick our nose into other people's business, into their work, into what should think, feel, be, do, and have. But when we come from love, each of those three swear words become magnificent, empowering tools that give us permission to use real swear words like F off, which sometimes we need to just say to the world, step back, get lost. I have to figure this out for myself. So let's start with selfish. Let's shift our perception of the social language into the perception of the energetic language. Selfish means from a place of fear that I do things that are only in my interest, that cause harm to others on purpose. Socially, selfish means you're not allowed to do stuff just for you. That's wrong. But from a place of love... Fish says, I'm going to do absolutely everything I have to with conscious awareness and from a place of kindness and compassion to make sure that I am full of everything beneficial that I need because when I'm full and I'm thriving, there is so much love that flows around me that I'm going to be able to give it to whoever needs it without any conditions, and without causing myself any harm. 
So when you look at it, those three ways from fear, from social acceptance, and from love, can't we give ourselves permission to realize that selfish actually isn't a swear word? It isn't a bad thing at all. Imagine if every single person on this planet was able to do something for themselves every single day that put them on a foundation of positive mental attitude, positive emotional capacity. From that place, everything will unfold then from that energy. Like energy attracts like energy. If I start my every single day from a place of love because I've taken care of myself, then what am I going to gift throughout the rest of the day? Love. In the early 90s, I believe, I don't have documentation in front of me right now, but in the early 90s, science, especially through um, uh, theology and um, metaphysics, were able to prove that just 90 seconds to 20 minutes a day of intentful self-love and intentful time alone with self that we were actually giving ourselves a boost in the energies that create more positive in our brain. Now, for women, it's serotonin, and unfortunately, I wasn't planning on talking about this, so I don't remember um, what it was for men, but it might have been adrenaline. If I'm not mistaken, men need adrenaline and women need serotonin. How cool is that? All you have to do is on a regular, consistent basis ensure that you are gifting yourself 90 seconds to 20 minutes of unadulterated, pure self-love without anywhere in your little ego brain saying, this is selfish. I don't deserve this time. I'm not worth it. I don't matter. Those are the real swear words. Those thoughts, those words, those beliefs and habits that cut us down. Socially, we have been robbed of the capacity to be selfish. And the purpose for it was it's easier to manage masses of people when they are dependent when they are in the capacity to be controlled by rules and beliefs and habits created by the mass and and controlled by the mass itself. If you don't have the capacity to be energetically selfish, again, it's from up of love where you're taking care of yourself so you have everything you need to help others then you are actually losing your independence, your autonomy, and your free will. How cool is that? That with just 
a few minutes every day. And here's the thing, that 90 seconds to 20 minutes, that's the minimum. It doesn't have to be that. You can have as much of that as you want. On occasion, and it doesn't happen as much as I would like it, but on occasion, I have the capacity, I have the time, I have the intention, and I have the space to do a 90-minute meditation. And I'm going to tell you right now, that changes everything for weeks. It fuels me and gifts me so many ideas and awarenesses that it literally fuels me for an incredibly long period of time. Start at 90 seconds. Work your way up to several minutes. Gift yourself 20 minutes every day to be selfish so that that energy of selfishness comes out through you to the rest of the world as love energy and not fear. Not that moment seven months into a stress situation where you break. And in order to gift yourself that space that you so desperately need, you scream and yell and break stuff. Although that will appear very selfish, it was in your highest good in the moment because you had to stop everything that was controlling you, that compelling you to do that which is against your highest good. 90 seconds to 20 minutes every day gifts to us the capacity to truly and deeply be metaphysically selfish enough that we feel full of everything that we need to thrive. We fill ourselves full of a space that feels safe, secure, and supported. We develop creativity and passion so we can find a solution to any challenge. That washes away guilt and blame. So right there in its own self, the time you spend bringing creativity and passion to the surface is actually melting away the guilt and blame. But it also brings us love. Self-love, love for others, love for just life, without condition. Not these 17 things have to happen and then I'll be happy. I'm happy right now. And what that does is creates a pathway in front of us that allows us to speak our truth, to not be compelled or controlled by what the masses believe. And in that, we're able to create powerful, empowering stories that move us into the future. Now, that may be called manipulation. It's time for our first break. When we return, we're going to be talking about what has been perceived as a swear word in the definition of manipulation. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. If you have already subscribed and or listened live, please join us on Inspired Choices Network. There is so much incredible content there that is going to guide, teach, heal, and protect you or just make you laugh, which, by the way, is kill you. But if you need to catch me in a podcast, please subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or YouTube. Although there's 
nearly 20 places find me. Those seem to be the most popular. Again, when we return, we're going to talk about manipulation. We'll be back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Did you know that Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, offers a 45-minute complimentary consultation live or online? Have you ever asked yourself, if every person on this planet has a soul contract, how come we don't remember it? Well, Tracy will not only share with you the story of your soul contract, she will also gift to you exactly what fear energy has stopped you in the past from fulfilling yours. There is no obligation. All you have to do is go to her website at tracytrimble.ca and book your session today. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tracy, and you're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. This session is all about bringing awareness to the fact that in order for us to feel better, to be better, and do better, we're going to have to get the idea that some things are wrong or bad. We've got to eliminate the thought that these things are swear words and we're not allowed swearing, which totally doesn't make any sense. In particular, these three misconceived, defined poorly by society, include selfishness, manipulation, and minding your own business. Before we went to break, we covered selfishness, and now I'd like to cover manipulation. Let's start by defining manipulation. Manipulation from the perspective of fear is using your aggressive masculine and controlling energy to force others to do what is best for you without care or concern what is best for them. It is often done behind the scenes, sneaky. In society, 
it is defined as narcissism. It is defined as controlling. It is defined as corrupt. But metaphysically, manipulation is the capacity to be in the present moment without fear of the past causing effect and intently and on purpose bringing together people, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios that create a future that is ideal, that gives to you the opportunity to learn lessons that are your highest good. One of the coolest things that I love about manipulation is the opportunity to not only witness, but to piece together coincidences, be aware. To me, manipulation means that I am very aware of everything that's going around me, and I have a choice. And I choose love. I choose the highest, most beneficial energy. And here's the reality. And where I think it becomes manipulation is that there are so many people that live in unconscious incompetence that they would never choose on their own what is their highest good. And unfortunately, those people happen to be our significant others. They happen to be our friends, our lovers, our parents, our siblings, our children. It's none of our business to tell them who they should have to or be. But in order for them to fit into the flow of our life, in order for us to be in our own highest good, it is necessary that they make some turns with us and some turns not with us. And that is, my friends, manipulation. When I don't force you to do something, but I plant the seeds of awareness and you choose to follow them, then I am metaphysically manipulating you. It's for the highest good. But nonetheless, it wasn't of your own idea. Manipulation as a fear energy is exactly the same thing, but only I would be getting something out of it. It would only be win for me and lose for you. Manipulation is a really tricky one to wrap our heads around because it has such a negative connotation. But the truth is, is that if we're not paying attention to all of the elements in our story, and we're not deciding to go in the direction of the elements that are most beneficial, then we're just letting our lives happen to us, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. We aren't even a participant. We are often a victim. And if that isn't stealing our independence, autonomy, free will, I don't know what it is. So if we have the capacity to release the idea that selfish and manipulating are not swear words. We have the capacity to know that what we are doing make sure that we are existing in our highest good is that we are being so selfish that we're taking care of ourselves first so that our cup is full, so that anyone who needs to drink from it can and it won't cause us harm. 
It also means that I'm going to put that cup in the cupboard when I need it, but I'll leave it out on the counter when it's available to you. Manipulative? Possibly. But also in my absolute highest good. Imagine, and I I said this in the fragment. I'm going to say it one more time after this. Imagine if every single person on this planet was consciously competent and aware of all of the coincidences. They knew what their highest good was. And they manipulated scenes, situations, scenarios, people, places, and things to also all receive their highest good without actually controlling them, without forcing them to do anything that they didn't choose. Imagine what this planet would be like. The large majority, which happens to be well over 80% of the human race, is in unconscious incompetence. They don't know what they don't know, so they just don't know and they keep floundering through life. What if through the love energies of selfish and manipulative, we were able to turn those statistics around so that 80% of the population was consciously competent. Most of the time they were doing exactly what was in their highest good and that was also in the highest good of everyone else around them. That's what's happening right now. Is those love energies are being distorted and they're being described in fear language. And we're being told that we're bad, we're wrong, we're deceptive, we're controlling if we aren't being good to ourselves. If we aren't singularly taking care of ourselves first. That doesn't mean that there's no room to take care of others, although let me pause for a second. At the very beginning of our spiritual journey as we're bringing soul and ego into harmony, yes, it is a little challenging to be filling ourselves up and still taking care of others. So cut yourself some slack. Know that you're at the beginning of your journey, but you have to take care of yourself so you will. But let me tell you what the God's honest truth is. That as you lift yourself out of conscious incompetence, it isn't work at all. Filling yourself up is actually really easy. And because of that, you have more time, energy, and more desire to help others, to give them a hand out, a hand up. The reality of it is, is right now, If you aren't being selfish, if you aren't being manipulative of your own future, then you are causing yourself harm and suffering. And it's society, the controller of the masses, that has told you that you aren't allowed to take care of yourself. That's selfish. You aren't allowed to make things happen. That's manipulative. And at some point, we have to say, no, thank you. That belief system is causing me harm and suffering. And I'm not going to do it anymore. 
if what I'm sharing with you in this moment doesn't seem to be clicking or it's not entirely clear, especially when I'm using words like unconsciously incompetent, consciously competent, then I ask you to go back into where you're listening to this session, whether it's on Inspired Choices Network, Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify. Go there. Go back into the archives and find the following sessions or shows. Find the four levels of awareness which will fully and completely explain to you uh, exactly uh, what the uh, unconscious incompetence is, what conscious incompetence, which conscious competence and unconscious competence are. And if you haven't listened to that yet, that's going to be mind-altering. And you're going to find that in the April 11th session. But more importantly, if this is resonating with you, but you still think that these three words are swear words, please go back to my May 2nd program called Pleasing Others at Your Own Expense. In addition to that, gift yourself permission to listen to the July 4th session on self-awareness versus selfishness. And when we return from break and I talk to you about minding your own business, you'll get a piece of it. But if you'd like more in-depth review of that, go back to my June 13th show called Mind Your Own Business. And grab what you need from there. Unfortunately, this 50-minute session on these three energies that have been unfortunately described as swear words really can be and are a whole day of programming. We need to be able to be consciously aware that these are not bad words. These are incredibly powerful skill sets that we must acquire. We must use with ease and also from the space of love, where it's all about the highest good, not only for ourselves, but the highest good for all. It's time now for the second break of the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about the idea of minding your own business. You are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., on Inspired Choices Network. If you're listening live, I'm very excited to announce that as of November 9th, the show will no longer be on Wednesdays at 11 a.m., it will be on Fridays at 1 p.m. I'm really excited to be moving to this time slot. As always, if you're listening live, please feel free to call in, ask questions in the chat room, or to connect with me. If you're not listening live, know that you always are invited to email me at tracy at tracetrimble.ca. 
We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Have you ever noticed that all of the radio shows that Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, shares flow into one another, each containing a valuable nugget of aha? Just imagine that by listening to them over and over again, you will experience a deeper knowing of your true self. Have you considered gifting this knowledge, awareness, and love to others? Please go back into her archives, pick your favorite sessions, and share them with your loved ones. As each of us grow more self-aware, the more beautiful, the more empowering this existence called life gets for us all. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Back, everyone. Today, I am hoping to teach you that swearing is not bad um, in real life, socially and personally and professionally. I am a swearer. Uh, I love swear words. I love the punctuation that they give us, but I also love them because I realize that we aren't allowed to do that. And there actually isn't any reasoning behind it. They're simply words. They're words with definitions that are fear-based, social-based, but also love-based. And if we truly understand our language, our physical language, for me that's English, but also our metaphysical language, which is spiritual, we're going to realize that it doesn't matter what the word means as much as the intention of the way in which it's delivered. It's true, too, for thoughts, for actions, and for inaction. The reason that I titled this session Metaphysical Swear Words is because I wanted to get your attention. I wanted you to realize that words are only good or bad depending on what you believe of. Society has said that selfishness, manipulation, and sticking your nose in other people's business is bad. I want to shift that 
to define each of those from different perspectives, from fear, from social, and from love. Before break, we covered selfish and manipulative. Now, I want to go into the energy and the definition of mind your own business. It's a little bit different because it's a phrase as opposed to a word, but let's break it down to your own business. Socially especially, and even more so if we have given birth to another human being, we actually believe that stuff outside of us is our business. I can't even count how many times I've been in session with someone who is completely hung up on something that actually has nothing to do with them. And I ask them to explain to me how that's their business, how that has a right to cause them harm and suffering. And the answer almost resounding at 100% is, that is my business. They are my business. Very more passionately from parents. Here's the truth. Everything that happens in the world isn't to you, for you, or because of you. You have a right to choose the interpretation. If you decide to stick your nose in other people's business, two very sad and disempowering things are happening. The first is that you aren't finding the time or the energy to mind your own business. So you actually don't know why this is causing you harm and suffering because you actually think it's someone else who has to do the work. But also when we mind other people's business, we truly get caught up in their emotional baggage. We start to take their habits as our beliefs. And that confusion causes a wealth of harm and suffering. The definition of your own business from a place of fear is absolutely everything that happens that you experience or witness, good, bad, beautiful, or ugly. Socially, it is a control mechanism. You are not going to have independence, autonomy, or free will if you don't know who you are or who you want to be. You're going to be much easier to control if you're caught up in the drama of the world around you. But from a perspective of love, minding your own business means that you spend your energy your time, your resources, your thoughts, on figuring out who the best version of you is and being that best version with everyone around you in all situations. Not getting caught up in your interpretation of how bad this is or how good this is, but knowing 
from the core of your being that you're safe, secure, and supported from within. And whatever is happening either has absolutely nothing to do with you and you need to say no thank you, or it has the opportunity to teach you a lesson of being, doing, and having better so you'll engage in it from a place of kind and compassion. Now, I have already said this twice, but for impact, I'm saying it again. Imagine what this planet would be like if we would just mind our own freaking business. Mind your own business. Pay attention to what causes you harm and shift your perspective. Pay attention to what brings you joy and ask for more of that. Be kind and compassionate when in relation to other human beings. Know that they too need to do their own work. You can't do their work for them. If they don't actually learn the lesson that's being presented, it's going to get louder and more devastating. So if you keep doing their work for you, and parents, please hear this from a place of love. If you stop your children from learning the lessons that they were meant to learn, their life is just going to get more difficult because the lessons aren't going to stop. You aren't always going to be able to defer them. We all deserve the opportunity to learn a lesson in our own time from a perspective of what is in this for me. How am I going to be, do, and have better? Imagine what an incredible planet this would be if we all had the capacity from the place of love to be so selfish that we were full. Nobody else needed to feel like they had to take care of us physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. But we were so full that an abundance of love poured out of us so those who were still struggling could just grab a hold of that energy, fill themselves up with it, and it wouldn't be stealing from us. Imagine if we could be so manipulative that we were consciously competent of every lesson that was presented to us and we took lesson, unpacked it, and created it into a bunch of really magnificent things, not only for us to experience, but for those around us to witness and to enjoy. And all while that was happening, there's no judgment and criticism. We actually had the capacity to be consciously competent of our own business. That has nothing to do with me. I'm going to let them learn their lesson. Or that has something to do with me. I'm going to let them learn their lesson and I'm focused entirely on what this lesson means to me. This is it, guys. This is the moment that we stop being told who we can or cannot be. 
this is the moment that we decide that we're going to shift our perception of language so we are consciously aware of what the definition means for us from a place of love. And we are always, always going to choose to move closer to love and farther away from fear. And that's what today was all about. That gift. The knowledge that selfishness, manipulation, and your own business are not swear words. They are three of the highest pieces of love work you have to do on this planet. Well, it looks like we are going into our third and final break of the show. When we get back, I want to talk to you guys about what next week's show is all about, and that is the spiritual shower. I want to share with you what that means, why it's important, and what it's solving in our metaphysical existence. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. Please join me in just a few more minutes as we talk about the spiritual shower. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Calling all of the beautiful female souls out there. Are you ready for Soul Healing Circle? Every weekday, except Wednesday, live or online from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you are invited to join Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, as she holds sacred space-sharing metaphysical knowledge, teaching tools to bring soul and ego into harmony, and gifting a 30-minute bioenergetic healing-guided meditation. It is only $40 Canadian for unlimited private access for each calendar month. You will find more information at tracytrimble.ca in the services section. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. This is what I believe happens 
And I believe that it is through uh, believing that selfishness, manipulation, and our own business are bad things that this happens more prevalently than we think. I can't get into it right now, but the whole show next session will be about this. Six to 800 times a day, you are bombarded, bombarded with non-beneficial energy. It sits on the outside of your bioenergetic field, and it waits to see if you've noticed it. And if you haven't, it sinks into the inner layer of your energetic field. It starts to affect your physical, emotional, and mental awareness. It is attracted to you because of the fears that live within you. And if after that second 24-hour period, you don't do anything about it, it compounds the fear. That which was once grain of sand could now be a boulder-sized fear. This is called trauma energy. And it's my specialty. My specialty is eliminating the bioenergetic trauma within your cellular memory and the bioenergetic field that happens because we aren't taking care of ourselves. And how I like to suggest that we take care of ourselves is through a very simplistic process called the spiritual shower. Next session, I want to explain to you not only what the spiritual shower is, but why it's happening, what these six to 800 fields of emotional trauma are and why they're attracted to us. But I also want to share with you why you need to protect yourself. Spiritual shower is a daily practice. If you are washing off the effects of each day, they have a way of causing us harm and suffering. And in most cases, these non-beneficial energies are going to create things like depression, anxiety, acute stress, chronic pain. They are also going to um, enhance things like PTSD, fibromyalgia, Things that cause us harm and suffering that we can't necessarily explain, but we know out a doubt that they're affecting us. This daily practice, very simplistic. You actually don't even need to be spiritual to reap benefits. But the more depth you give your spiritual shower, the more spiritual you allow to be, the more impactful it's going to be throughout the rest of your life. Because of the work that I do on a daily basis, I see anywhere, depending on if I'm teaching classes or not, I see up to 12 people in a morning class plus everyone online. I see at least five or six clients one-on-one. -on -one. And if that same day, which is quite often, I teach another class, I can be up to 12 people live or an abundance of people online. Every single one of those interactions, I'm going to their bioenergetic field. And I've had to create a way to protect me 
a way to clear me of others' energies, but also a way that has enhanced what I like to call my superpowers. And in next week's session, I would like to share with you exactly what that spiritual shower is and to tie it back into what we're talking about today is that every single time that you believe that it's bad to take care of yourself, that it's bad to create your future, that it's bad for you to not mind your own you're creating one of those six to 800 layers. It's so important for us to be aware of what we're thinking, of what we're feeling, of what we're saying, of what we are choosing to do and not do. Because it's through that lack of awareness, through that unconscious incompetence that we are attracting to us these energies. Well, it seems like that's all the time that we have today. As always, I am incredibly grateful to have spent this time with you. I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me today. And if for any reason you haven't, please go back into the archives. Or if you have questions, concerns, or ideas, don't hesitate to email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. If you're curious about what I do or how I can help you personally, check out my website at tracytrimble.ca. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join.